The Art of Dying by August Strindberg. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The wish for power is said to be a fundamental condition of the existence of the ego, without which a man would perish as he could not resist the pressure of others. So we were taught by the seducing spirits of our youth. But Swedenborg says the thirst for power comes from hell, and Balzac speaks of the galley slaves of ambition who can never rest. Dante has a fine verse regarding the fate of the great painters, one must retire in order to make place for another. He passes into the shadow and is forgotten. Even when it is unjust, as it often is, one must acquiesce in being relegated to the background, for men get tired even of the best and desire change. A great name becomes oppressive, is felt as a tyranny, and hinders others from also making great names for themselves. Napoleon and Bismarck saw this clearly, for both said beforehand that the world would give a sigh of relief when they were gone. But, in order to depart content, we require religious resignation, complete irrevocable withdrawal from the world such as Charles V's retirement into a monastery. To receive a benefit on one's retirement, and then to reappear on the stage, is not becoming. If one considers oneself dead to the world, and takes no notice of it, then a new life begins, but on the other side. It is a much more peaceful one, for it is the resurrection from the dead already here. Beethoven was vexed that the Viennese were ungrateful and forgetful when Rossini appeared, and brought again in fashion the Italian opera, which Beethoven had devoted his life to extirpate. Beethoven, however, was a hard, selfish, and very proud man, who was accordingly literally tormented out of life, in great matters and in small. Increasing deafness, a disagreeable lawsuit, a mad young relative, domestic scandal, illnesses troubled his last years. He even had to be exposed to the undeserved ridicule of underlings. Thus, well prepared, he turned his back on life, and departed from all without missing anything. So it should be, in order that nothing should bind one either with longing or with hope, in order that on the other side of the river one may not look back, but go straight forward. The object of the trials of old age is to adjust accounts, to finish up unsettled affairs, to see through the cheat of life, 
and to become weary of the incomplete, so that no backward longings may disturb the repose of the grave. End of the Art of Dying by August Strindberg Read for LibriVox.org by John Burlinson